This is Pastor Eric Love. I want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. God told Joshua that if he meditated on the word and obeyed it, that he would make his way prosperous and that he would have good success. My prayer is that as you meditate on this word that you're about to hear and apply it to your life, that you too will find good success. Blessings on you and enjoy this word from the Lord. First Peter chapter three. Do y'all have it? Amen. Will you find that with me? First Peter chapter three. I'm going to share about three points and then we're going to be we'll move on to the next part because I just believe God wants to do something. Something in here tonight. I believe God wants to do something. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter three. Only going to read one verse and only part of that verse, just the A clause of that verse. First Peter chapter three. Verse number 15. Peter says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. And always be ready to give defense to everyone who asked you a reason for the hope. That is in you. Let me read it again. But sanctify the Lord God in your heart and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you. Father, we thank you. Anoint your word. Bless the ear of the hearer. God, send it with clarity, with authority, with power and conviction. Allow your word to do only what it can do. Father, we thank you and we love you in Jesus name. Will you look at somebody? Just tell them, remember your story. Remember your story. Remember your story. Remember. Remember your story. Remember your story. Glory to God. Remember your story. That that's the message I want to give. And tonight, tonight, just a night of, of, of exhortation. I want to encourage you to remember your story. Whatever your story is, I encourage you. Oh, he wrote a book. I see you what you did, Jerry. I see what you did there. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's the name of my new book. I got you. Remember your story. Amen. Jerry, I see that. That's prophetic. Amen. That's prophetic. <laughs> Amen. Jerry tried to sneak that one in on me. He said, I'm not going to let you see it until you're ready to preach, Pastor. That's all right. I see why now. Uh, but, but remember, remember, remember your, remember your story. Um, Paul is writing to some Jews, uh, some Jewish Christians, and they had been going through some turbulent times. They had uh, many of which had been converted. And so now they were being persecuted. And so Paul is writing to them and he is, excuse me, Peter is writing to them and he's encouraging them in their own faith and in their own walk with God. He's encouraging them because he understands that that persecution is going to do one or two things. Persecution is either going to drive you closer to God or further away from him. Amen. And so he's encouraging them and he's talking to them. And so as we as we expedite and we get down to chapter number three, verse 15, I like what what Peter says. I love what he says to them. Here's what he says to them. In essence, he says, watch this, sanctify the Lord in your heart. And I like that. There's just that, just that, just a small verse. He said, or just a small part. He said, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. Here's what it means. And here, here is what I heard Peter say when he wrote this. I heard Peter say, watch this. Learn your story by heart. 
Learn your story by heart. Put the put whatever God has done for you in your life, learn it by heart. If God, I'm talking about go all the way back to your childhood. The things that you've come through and the things that you've overcome, the things that you've endured all the way back when you were a little child. God is saying, I want you to remember and go all the way back. Watch this. If, if your dad wasn't in your life, remember that because that's a part of your story. Glory to God. If, if your mom was tripping and you maybe mama wasn't there like she should have been. God said, remember that because that's a part of your story. He said, even as, as you, you grew up and maybe there were some people who did you wrong or some people who walked out on you, some people who should have been in your life that weren't in your life. God is saying, listen, remember that because that's a part of your story. As I sat in my chair in my office, I was sitting there and I was remembering parts of my story that I had just forgotten, things that I had not even considered. See, when you get older, that there are some things that you look at a lot different when you get a little bit older. Glory to God. That there are some things that you take for granted when you're young, that when you get older, man, you start to cherish those things. You can Watch this. Because you, you took for granted mama only can afford to buy you a $50 pair of tennis shoes when you were a kid. But when you get older, you understand why mama only gave you $50 to buy some tennis shoes. I wish I had a witness here in here today. But, but learn whatever your story is. Learn and put your story in your heart. Because Satan will try his best to make you, uh, to make you, uh, cast off your story or make you feel like you, you're ashamed of your story. But what is God saying? Peter is saying, listen, you gotta sanctify the Lord God in your heart. The word sanctify means to set apart. It means to isolate. It means to, it means to, matter of fact, some translation, it uses the word to revere. It is to make, to make so important or to render holy. And he says, you have to do that in your heart. Well, how do I sanctify God in my heart? How do I make God holy in my heart? This is how you do it. You remember all the things that God has done for you in your heart. And what happens is when you start to give your testimony, watch this. Sometimes you have to give your testimony to yourself. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Because until you learn how to testify to yourself, it's hard to testify to anybody else. When David was at Ziglag, he was at Ziglag. His men were thinking about stoning him. The entire village was burned by fire. Watch this. The Bible says that David encouraged. How, what did he do? All he did was sit down on the rock and he started reminding himself of how good God had been to him. I can see David sitting on the rock saying, God delivered me from the lion. God delivered me from the bear. God Deliver me from Goliath. God delivered me from this army and this army. Guess what? And the same God that delivered me from that is not the God, is a God that's not going to fail me now. So many times you have to remind yourself of how good God has been to you. Will you look at yourself and say, self, God has been so good to you. Woo. So you have to sanctify God. In your heart, when some, watch this, watch this, let me explain, let me explain like this. If somebody were to pay off, not just pay down, but pay off every bill that you have, watch this, there would be a special place in your heart woo, for that person. When they came to your house, you didn't, listen, whether they want to eat or not, you still make them a plate. You make them take off the shoes and you give, watch this, you give them your favorite chair. If they paid off every bill for you, glory to God. You know what you just did? You just sanctified them in your heart. 
Glory to God. And so the more you think about the good thing, that's why, that's why uh, uh, the, the, the writer says, think on those things which are good. Think on those things which are lovely. Watch this. Those things that are a good report. Yeah, there's some bad things happening. But I, I need to tell somebody that your good days will always outweigh your bad days. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you have to sanctify the Lord God in your heart and you have to remember your story by heart. Listen, if I were to pass this microphone around in here, all of us will be crying to hear some of your story. There are some stories on your row that you'll be looking at them wondering how do they still have their mind. You'll be looking at them trying to figure out how are you here tonight based on all the things that you've gone through. How are you still smiling? But there are some of you that know like I know that if it had not been for the grace of God, hallelujah, we don't know where we would be tonight. The reason you can still smile is because God has been good. So people look at you and they may call you crazy for smiling, but they just don't know that the hand of God has been good on your life. Will somebody just say, thank you, God, for being good to me. God has been good. Remember your story. Remember your story. What is your story? Remember your story by heart. Start talking about your story. Start talking about the things that you went through. Listen, and when you start talking about your story, don't leave out anything. Talk about the bad stuff. Talk about the stuff that's worse than the bad stuff. Start talking about it to yourself. Watch this. And every time you bring up something that you've been through, you'll realize... That you've been, you've been through it. And if God did it before, I wish I could help somebody here today. (laughs) Glory to God. So you need to remember your story by heart. I mean, my wife was talking the other day and I was telling her, I said, baby, do you know that God is in control of your life? Do you know that God is watching everything that you go through? God is watching. And, and even the things that, 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 that get to you uh, unaware, even the things that, that just manifest in your life, do you know that God is still there watching? And do you know that, that God, watch this, here's why he said, he said, with every temptation, I'm going to provide with it a way for you to escape so you can handle it. So God is watching and he's there all the time. So watch this, even in tragedy, even in tribulation, even in trial, we can still give God glory. Why? Because we know that it won't always be like this. Weeping endures for a night, but God told us that there's a joy that's going to come. Watch this, some of you last year went through some situation that made you cry, but then God God brought you out of it to now. There's some things that have happened this year that made you smile. Will you touch somebody and say, God's not through making you smile. God's not through. God's not through making you smile. So learn. Learn your story. Learn your story by heart. Study your story. Ooh, study your story. Meditate like that, Brother Ray. Meditate on your story. When you look back over your life. My mom died when I was a, a freshman in high school. My mom died. But when I look at my story, I could still see that God was still there. My, my dad was never in my life. But when I look at my story, I see that even though he was not there, God was there all the time. I still I still see God in my story. So when you start to look back over your story, you'll be amazed to see how God was there all. He was there 
all the time. It's kind of like the story of the footprints in the sand. The footprints in the sand. He said they started walking along and there were two sets of footprints. And then when the rain, when the rains and the winds and the wave came, uh, he said he looked down and he could only see one set of footprints. When he got to the other side of the winds and the waves and the storm, he saw the two footprints again. He said, Lord, where were you when I was going through the storm? I looked back at the footprints that went through the storm and I only saw one track, one set of footprints. Lord, where were you? When I was going through the storm, God looked at him and said, son, what you don't understand is those were my footprints going through the storm. Because it was at that point when I carried you through the storm. I wish I could preach to somebody today and let you know that it makes no difference what you go through in your life. You got to know that God is carrying you through the storm. Learn your story. Learn your story. Learn your story. Submit to God's wisdom. Imitate his holiness. Trust his faithfulness. Trust and rely on his power. Give him all the glory and honor that is due to his name. But learn your story by heart. Number two, here's what he said. Now sanctify the Lord God in your heart and always be ready to give defense. Number two is always be ready to tell your story. Always be ready to tell your story. To give a defense for the hope that you have in your life. In other words, you didn't save yourself. Woo! You didn't save yourself. Hallelujah. Oh, you used to like the clubs. You used to like Hennessy and Jack Daniel and Boom Farm. Come on, y'all better talk back to me. You used to like it. Glory to God. But it's by the grace of, you didn't say, you didn't get here on your own. So when people ask you, why do you love him? You ought to say, how much time do you have? How much time do you have? Why, why do you go to that church all the time? Why are you always going over there? Listen, take up a seat. Tell us go out to breakfast so I can tell you why I love him and why he's been so good to me. Why I serve him the way I do. Always be ready because watch this. God is going to send people to you that need to hear your story. I don't know who I'm talking to in here today. Satan's been trying to make you ashamed of your story, trying to make you bag away from your story. But you've got to know, watch this, that your story is not about you. The story, your story is for the people that God's trying to drag or bring into the kingdom. And he needs you to share your story with them. So you can't sit on your story. You can't hide your story. But you've got to be bold enough to, you know what, to express your story and be ready to give it at any time. That's why Peter said, listen, be ready, always ready to give a defense for the hope that you have. Why do you hope in the Lord? Why do you hope in him? Glory to God. Watch this. Let's do a practical exam. Can we do a practical right now? Listen, I want you to look at your neighbor. I'm going to give you about 30 seconds. Tell your neighbor why you have hope in the Lord. One, two, ready, go. Tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him. Tell them, hurry up. This is a practical, practical exercise. Why do you have hope? Come on, find somebody. Don't sit there looking at me. Come on, find somebody. Tell them. Well, why do you, why do you have hope? Why do you hope in the Lord? Why do you love him the way you do? Oh, I feel the energy rising. I feel the energy. Why do you hope in him the way you do? Why do you love him the way you do? Why do you read your Bible the way you do? Why do you wake up praying to him the way you do? 
Why do you always worship him even when you're going through some things? Why do you do that? Because I've got some hope. Glory to God. God has been good to me and God has given me some hope. So God should always be ready. Hallelujah. Catch me on my sick bed and I'll tell you why I've got some hope. Woo! Because I've learned when I'm down to nothing, that's when God's up to something. Always have some hope. Whatever you do, don't lose your hope. Glory to God. Don't, that's what the old folks used to say. Yeah, don't lose your hope. They said, hold on to your hope, baby. I, I didn't know what they were talking about. They said, baby, hold your hope. That's what they used to say. Baby, hold your hope. In other words, in other words, you might lose some strength, but don't lose your hope. You might lose some tears, but don't lose your hope. You might lose some friends. I wish I had a witness, but don't lose your hope. You might lose some family, but don't lose your hope. And they said, always, baby, hold on to your hope. Always be ready to give a defense. For the hope. Glory to God. And then thirdly, he said, he said, but sanctify the Lord God in your heart. So always be ready to give defense to everyone who asks you for the reason for the hope that's in you. Number three, watch this. Never complain about your story. Never complain about your story. Don't, don't complain about your story. Because there's always somebody else's story a whole lot worse than yours. I've learned that no matter what state I'm in, I've learned to praise him in the good times. Oh, y'all better hear what I'm telling you. I'm not saying that it's easy, but I am telling you that it works. I'm telling you that it works. I'm ready to normal. I'm telling you that it works. I, I, I praise him when things are well. I praise him when things are not so well. And guess what? I've learned not to complain about my, I don't complain about my dad not being in my life. I don't complain about that anymore. You know why? Because that's just a part of my story. I don't complain about my mom not being there uh, after she passed. I don't complain about that. That's that because that's a, it's a part of my story. I've learned now just not to complain. I've learned to thank God for my story because there's some people whose story who didn't turn out. Some people didn't make it. To the end of their story. I'm going to the end of this story. And I've got good news. The best of your story. Has yet to be told. Norman's going to sing for us. It would be a shame. Of your story. Don't be ashamed. Embrace what you've gone through. It's okay. God's been there. And he's still there. Never be ashamed. I don't I don't know your story.